but it is the Real Family Therapy Podcast. This is episode eight. Make sure you follow us online at Real FT Podcast at Real FT Podcast. Of course, you're hearing it live on the radio. We got the one and only Are You Serious with us. Uh, this week, Dad was unable to make it uh, to the episode. He had some business he had to handle, but he sent some help. He sent some help. Last week, we talked about it at the end of our episode, uh, in the episode seven. He said, I want my daughter on this show. And this is a Real Family Therapy Podcast. So we got the one and only, my sister, Big Scooby, Bernita in the building. What's going on, Neva? Hey, hey, hey. How everybody doing? <laughs> oh, man, we doing fantastic. And we got Are You Serious? What's up, bro? Much. Not much. Chilling, chilling like a villain on penicillin. Trying to get a billion worth a million on my way to a trillion. Okay, so I wanted to start off with some news that nobody cares about. And while she's putting her headphones on, they could be real quick. Uh, news that nobody cares about. First of all, the Golden Globes this week. Yay, the Golden Globes. Are you serious? Did you watch the Golden Globes this week? I actually watched a little bit of it. You did? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, somebody cares, man. Uh, I watched none of the Golden Globes. I didn't even know the Golden Globes were on, to be honest with you. I didn't even know. I just seen the article. Um, and the only reason I even code, knew... Oh. Is that better? Well, being in the West Coast. So, like, yes, the award show better. show out there, and then we I have to wait out here for it to air. So, I can get a heads up and be like, oh, the Golden Globes was on? So, now I can go watch it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so what That's if I, I said... What is the Golden Globes? What was yeah, that? see, that's what I see. <laughs> so the Golden Globes is an award show. Mm -hmm. Every every year, it's the biggest award show in movies and TV. So if you get an Oscar, I think that's the Oscars, right? The Golden Globes is the Oscar award. No. No. The Golden okay. Globes is the Golden Globes. Okay, so, okay. okay, well, the Golden Globes is the Golden Globes, dear, right? It's, so it's a foreign press. For, for, for so movies. Foreign press, so that's the difference between... <laughs> Y'all just making up stuff. <laughs> no, nah, I see what it was, was. <laughs> What is the Golden Globes? I'm trying to get it out, too. Yeah, but I just know they give you awards for movies, right? And the only reason yes. I knew about it is because Chad... Chadwick Bosman won an award uh, in the Golden Globe. That's the only Chad reason. Who? Chadwick Bozeman or Bosman. How you, you say man? Chadwick. Oh. Chadwick Bozeman. Y'all just messing up. Y'all can't, can't do this. We black now. I know we just left. Mar we in March now, but come on now. Right. Well, I, I didn't black know what it was. Yeah, don't watch it. Didn't know what it was. They should give awards to people. So you know how when they say somebody shows. got the... Have you ever heard somebody say they got the EGOT? Yeah, Emmy, Grammy, so Oscar, Emmy, Tony. Grammy, Oscar, Tony. But then they always leave out the Golden Globes because it's not technically... It's like it's one of those type of situations. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, so I don't feel so bad then. Not leaving out, not knowing about the Golden Globes because nobody. Oh my God. All right, but since so yeah, it's from the Hollywood Performing Press Association. That's the, that's the difference for uh, TV and film. They need right, to well, do need better that's advertising. I need, 
<laughs> they need to yours. target my population, my yeah. Because uh, I mean, it's not like it's, it started in the 1940s or nothing yeah, like that. It and it's not like all the. It's not like these. Uh, it's not like they don't say Golden Globe winner, award winner when they be like talking about different people. But you know, it's cool. Just say you don't. Just just say you don't know. Don't don't try to pull if me they, into your world. Hey, it, that was hilarious. If I don't know about them, they ain't got it. Right, Yo, y'all just, <laughs> you trying popular. to pull me into your situation. I knew. I know right. what it was. So today is March, uh, beginning of March, right? So when this airs, it'll be March 4th. Today is March 2nd, just so you know we air Thursday. We record live on Tuesdays. On Are you a little moment, Joe? I can't hear yeah, you. Yeah, I'm talking to my radio. Yeah, I said okay. we record live 94.1 FM. You know when I talk about the radio, I talk fast, right? <clears throat> oh. But we air, so today is March. It's the beginning of Women's History Month and the end of Black History Month, right? So I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that we celebrate the woman that we have on our set today as part of Women's History Month. We want to get that oh, right away. So I want to celebrate the one and only Scooby Bernita Freeman. Happy Women's History Month, Nipa. You coming Thank off of back to back. You come off Black History Month. And now you get Women's History Month. I'm I'm ecstatic. I appreciate that. And there's a lot to celebrate. I am a woman. And as an African-American female, guess what? I got my degree, about to get another one, got certifications. Very certified, very successful young black black woman. Oh, I see it now. You trying to use this podcast as a LinkedIn. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I could. I didn't. I didn't oh, think of it, but I man. could. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, it. but we, we definitely want to take time to celebrate the women in our lives. Uh, if you can, just call them today or, or text them or something or let them know. It's Women's History Month, and I'm, I'll celebrate you making history in this world. Um, I wish I had, like, a, a cool women's history fact to follow up with that, but I, I don't. Mm. <laughs> I just want to get <laughs> It recognized, as he said, it's coming out of uh, Black History Month. I have a cool fact. Harriet Tubman. She's a cool female. And she actually led women and men to freedom. So that's a cool history fact. She's she's a female. Shout out to Harriet Tubman. You know, today in history, right? Or yesterday in history. Which is something else (laughs) that maybe the cat, Dr. Soups, right? So let me, I'm going to transition to this real quick because I've just seen it and it made me think about it. So Dr. Seuss, they're taking Dr. Seuss books out of the library. Mm. And they're stopping printing on six of his books in the series. And they did that the same day that The Cat in the Hat was released in 1957. So March 1st, 1957, The Cat in the Hat was released, uh, which sparked children's reading imaginations for decades to come. Uh, but now they're saying that Dr. Seuss books are a little harmful, a little hurtful, and mm, I don't know if they call it a racist or not, but they're definitely taking them all off the shelf. No, they're calling it <clears throat> racist. What is, what is racist? What, like, he has racist it? undertones in his books, yeah, a lot the way of that he what his rhetoric Asians was. And black people. So, like, when you read some of the books and the rhymes, they're based off of, like, separating people or not messing with certain... Like, it's just, yeah. It's just weird. 
But yeah, yeah, his, um, yeah, yeah. So they what they what they said was that he's uh they portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. The books have been criticized for how they depict Asian and black people. So they're just gonna stop publishing a license of books. I don't ever remember feeling hurt or wrong or I never I don't know, I never read the Dr. Seuss book. I read them to my kids, I read them growing up. I never felt any kind of way about it. I don't know. Have you guys ever felt that undertone reading Dr. Seuss book before? You um my opinion is we were raised in a household where we were given high self-esteem. We're very confident. We're very positive. And our parents taught us to look at the cup as half full, not half empty. So when someone writes a book or has different um, sarcasm or um, sadistic behaviors, we're able to see beyond that and just keep it pushing. So it might be in the book and we didn't catch it or see it, because we didn't identify with the oppression that they was trying to put out there. You know what I'm saying? We didn't sympathize. I don't sympathize. With I don't, I don't identify with that. Excuse me. I don't look at it like that's applied to me. You know what I'm saying? So that's how, that's how I look at a lot of things in life. That book and what people are saying they see when you watch a movie or when someone makes a comment, I blow it off. I'm like, really? Um, and maybe some people might say that's naive, but if if it don't fit who I know that I am, it don't matter. What about you, bro? You, uh, you ever felt that way reading the Dr. Seuss book? Um, I feel like you. Um, it's not about what you felt when you read it. Uh, so I guess the, the question is a little bit weird because that's not what it's about. So the issue with the Dr. Seuss book isn't about how you felt when you read it. It's about the undertone of what it is, right? So if I'm telling you a story, but you don't know the context behind the story, you might think it's a loving, warming story. But in reality, what I'm trying to tell you is I don't like you and I hate you and nothing you do is good. But if I tell it in a certain way, I can tell you a great loving story that you'll embrace for the rest of your life. And that's what the problem, that's what the issue is with the Dr. Seuss. So it's not about saying blacks are good, blacks are bad, whites are good, read the book. It's not, it's not going to be presented to you in that way. So that's why I said the, the question is a little bit, a little bit off. It's not about how you felt when you read it. It's about what the context was behind the meaning of it, right? So what did you mean when you wrote this? What did you mean when you did this? Why did you do this when you did this? And if you know the individual themselves, and then you put two and two together, then it's a terrible situation. So it's not about actually, I can write a book about a little boy who is tormented by a little man. And then that little, that little boy finds a way to beat the man up and wins the story. But the actual story was, it was about a cop and an innocent unarmed black man in the car. But the little white boy saw the little man and the black man in the car <laughs> as a, uh, as a threat. So then you see what I'm trying to say? I just flipped the story. So instead of telling me telling you it was a cop and an unarmed black man, I'll just tell you it's a superhero and an evil villain. And it's two different stories. So that's what the Dr. Seuss stuff is all about. So it's not about the blatant, oh, I don't like black people. But if I'm putting the cop as a superhero and the unarmed black man as the villain, that's where the undertone is. And that's what the whole thing of undertone means. You don't blatantly see what they're talking about. 
So okay. it's what you choose to ponder on or it's your perception. No, it's not about what I choose. It's just about what it actually is. So that's what I'm saying. Like we might try to create something out of the story that they gave us, but what the actual story is doesn't change. It's not, there's not a narrative to that. It is what it is. We just didn't know it. And once we got the knowledge of it, oh yeah, this gotta go. Okay. So we yeah, created a different like Hansel and Gretel or something like that. Right, but if you know the true story of what it really yeah. was, and you're like, oh, yeah. nah, I'm cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't even look at it like that. I don't know. I just never, <clears throat> I never thought about uh, Dr. Seuss as being harmful. But then again, like you said, he could have been doing it the whole time and just be cheeky cowing in the back. Like and they, that's they, what I'm saying. They don't even know what they really read. They just thinking this and this, that. Okay. Most the problem, most people don't know what they're reading or what they're looking at because the creator usually uses it as a metaphor, translates it into something else. So a lot of the the stories and the books and the things that we know now were not the original. And when you look at right. the original and where it came from, you're like, nah, just like the Easter Bunny. I'm cool. Yeah, no, like even, you. even Mark Twain, you know, reading the Mark Twain book and then Growing up, you used to read that book in school. So, you know, I know, Benita, you, you kind of graduated right before we got to, uh, right before we moved to the suburbs, right? Mm -hmm. But I know going to school in the seventh grade, reading Mark Twain, and you're the only black kid in a room full of white kids reading the N-word 20 times, you know what I'm saying? And Chuck, like, I, I literally remember the way that made me feel. And I never had that feeling <clears throat> reading Dr. Seuss, but after reading Mark Twain and after growing up and realizing that that was kind of messed up, I could see how Dr. Seuss was messed up too. It's your boy DJ Double OG. We got Are You Serious in the building? We got uh, Neat Butt, Scooby in a building. It's a real family therapy podcast. Um, we are a family. We got two brothers and we got our older sister, older, smarter, loving, beautiful sister. Renita, and, um, you know, I just want to take a little bit of uh, time and uh, just talk about our relationship, right? Uh, growing up, we all grew up in the same household. We all uh, you know, live our own lives now. Uh, Renita was the first one. Renita was the first one to move away from home, right? So Are You Serious is in California. Nita, you're in North Carolina right now. Uh, but you actually moved to California. Uh, first so you went through the experience of everything first you were the first one with the kids you were first married uh, you were the first one to buy a house first one to get a brand new car so you kind of had to set the example uh, for me and Reggie to follow behind you know what I'm saying so uh, we just want to give you a process of setting a good example you know even though you look you, you look eccentric <laughs> I was going to say I'm sorry right now I'm sorry <laughs> But we just want to we just want to show you some love, man, and say we appreciate you because you know every time I think about you, um, I just think about a second mom. You know, growing up, if we were on if we was in the crib and I was sleared or you know what I'm saying I needed somewhere to go, I run to your room and sleep in your bed. You know what I'm saying? And y'all been kicked out of your room a whole lot, mm -hmm. and now having my own kids and seeing their um, their interaction with each other. You know what I'm saying? How my, my, my six-year-old daughter would go sleep in her brother's room or how, how my 10-year-old son would go make sure his little six-year-old daughter's six-year-old sister's okay you know what i'm saying make sure she's sleeping good and just watching their interaction every day reminds me a lot of uh, our interactions growing up together so 
I'm glad that you came into the show today, and I just wanted to give you a little love <clears throat> and let you know that I love you, man, and I, I appreciate everything you do for us. You know, I'm going to have a big sis. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. being invited. And um, I didn't always make the best choices. And I hope that y'all learn from any of those. There's two things that came to mind when I thought about this show. Two events, one for you and one for Reggie. And I was like, I never apologized to my brothers <laughs> for those events, for being the goofy one. But I mean, it's what teenagers do it's when you're a teenager. Do y'all remember? Me and Aaron looking like, yo, what? With our son that? to y'all? Uh-huh. Wait, do y'all remember? Mama and dad went to New York. That event. And Grandma <laughs> Lily had to babysit us. The Black Reggie. National Anthem. I will never <laughs> forget. See, do you remember this, Red? Do you remember her singing the Black National Anthem? He was just a little tipsy, but ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, I had, tipsy. yeah, it was a wrap. So, I come in the house, right, Mom? I think we was at Grandma's house, right? Yeah, Grandma Lily. And you got to tell the story because now that we're adults, I never asked you about that. <laughs> I definitely remember that. Uh, yeah, so you definitely got to tell me the story. Tell me what happened. Mom and Daddy, you okay. know, right here, just us. But uh, let me tell you what I remember, and then okay. you tell me the story. So yeah. what I remember is I think we was coming from Grandma's house, and we had to go to the house. Right, and my grandma lived right down the block from us, literally on the same block just across the street. <clears throat> so our house is on one end on the corner, and my grandma's house is literally on the other corner at the other end. So we left from our grandma's house to our house to come get you or check on you or something because she ain't seen you. And we knocking on the door, we couldn't get in, and somehow I remember grandma Jimmy got in the house. So we get in the house. We looking for you. We go upstairs. You in a room and you knocked out. I mean, you passed out cold. I thought you were dead. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were dead. I was so scared. Mm -hmm. I started crying. I'm like, oh, my God, Renee. My grandma, boy, she okay. <laughs> she ain't dead. But I was scared to death. I thought you were dead. You was not on. I can see you right now in my head laying on the bed on your back, not moving at all, cold, sweaty, just laying there, just toe up. And um, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I remember. Then I remember you getting trouble for it. And, uh, but I remember the night before that, the Black National Anthem was up. But you tell us what happened. So mom and dad went to New York. Dad, it was a business trip. He took mom with us. Grandma says she'll babysit down the street. I had keys to the house. I'm square. I wanted to be cool. Everybody would come to school high and drunk and be cool. And your sister was trying to be cool. Now, I didn't smoke no weed. I don't do drugs. But I thought I could take a sip or something to drink, get on the school bus and be cool. I was in high school. It was stupid. So I had um, a guy named Steve. And to this day, it's funny. He's one of our cousin's husband's cousin he went to the liquor store on the corner he bought me a bottle of mad dog 2020 <laughs> <laughs> he met me i was like i'm gonna leave she gonna I'm, i got keys to my house so just meet me in the back you know how you can go through that alley 
and bring the bottle. I'll be able to drink it, you know, and then get on the bus. My bus comes at 745 or whatever. I remember this, like, and I had a cute outfit on because I was going to be tipsy and in my cute outfit. Like, what's up? No, that ain't how it happened. He brought the bottle. He gave me the bottle. He said, now, you don't really drink. He was older. He said, you make sure you drink this, but um, don't drink a lot. It'll make you tipsy. So when I tasted it, it was sweet. I was like, this, this ain't going to do nothing to me. This is like sugar. I'm going to go ahead and down this. I got a couple minutes for this bus come. You drunk the whole thing? I drunk the whole bottle of Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> he had to literally carry me upstairs. And he didn't know whose room was what. He laid me in mom and dad's room. Yeah, because that's where you was at, mom and yep. dad's room. He caught our cousin Nikki. Like she passed out, she not functioning, she fell down. I'm scared. I'm leaving her right here. Pew. And when grandma had to come, grandma had to jimmy because I had the chain on the door. He went out the back door. I had the chain on the front door. Um, so that's what happened. I was drunk off of the mad dog, never made it to class, never made it to school, didn't get to look cool. And I remember when grandma brought us to the house, she had to go to church. I got in trouble. She fussed at me. You're an example for your brothers. You shouldn't have did this. What was you thinking? Thank God you're okay. Um, thank God I didn't have to break the door down. They thought you was dead. Like She gave me the business. And then she told y'all she'll be back. Watch. They told She told y'all to watch me. I was holding on to the coffee. I remember telling y'all, don't be like your sister. <laughs> Something. So that was one, just the stupidest thing in the world. No, and mom and dad was, was sweet. They bought me, remember up, my Chanel up. coat? Yeah, I was loaded. That's why I sung the national yeah. anthems trying to tell y'all. I never heard the black national anthem before. And I mean, if you ever seen Scooby uh, Tipsy, she <laughs> she was in rare form that night as well. That was it, my first so time drinking. That this happened 29, 29 years almost, 26 mm -hmm. years, 27 years ago. And I remember it vividly like it was yesterday. I can see. Yeah, I was like 10. I had to been like 10. I think I was 10. Than that. Yeah. Wait, how old was you, Neva? You was like 16 or 15. I was in like maybe tenth grade, I think. Fifteen, yeah. Yeah, so maybe I think it was, was like tenth grade. It was, it had to be like thirty. Well, I am, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. forty five now. Thirty, yeah. like 30, 30, 30 years, years ago. ago. <coughs> 30 so years I remember, ago. I remember that. Yeah, that yeah. that that you know it was serious when you could remember yes. thirty years. Like yes. I had a black Raiders jersey thing. Black. That's how, I remember you yep. wearing all black. Like, That's I how I remember. Wearing. The outfit. Everything. Yeah. I could tell you what you was doing. I could tell you the whole man. I could tell you how you sang the song to us. <laughs> how you was talking about all kind of stuff. You was like, yeah. That was, was true. It was yeah, a wrap. So I said I needed to apologize for even being that example. You should never act like that. But I was a teenager. <laughs> Teenagers do that. Now yeah, I got another no good one. Let's see if Reggie remembers this one. <laughs> he already, she already knows. She knows exactly what she about to say. What? I don't remember. Tried to make me a liar. That's what she tried to do. <laughs> yes. I oh, love she you. She tried to make I me apologize. a liar. I didn't try to. I'm delusional. <laughs> no word. For real. I'm delusional. I was dreaming. <laughs> really? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <sighs> 
See, I had to get it off my chest. I love my brothers. And so. No, that's cool. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm the crazy <laughs> little man. Yeah. <laughs> there right, so was. What I know. Um, so Tamiko, me and Nikki is always something, me and Tamiko. So Miko spent the night. Mom goes to church like regular. Um, and dad was asleep, right? We snuck Steve S. I won't say his whole name because he's still around too. We snuck him upstairs. So it was all three of us listening to music, talking, but he's a boy. We done snuck a boy in the house. <laughs> Reggie opens the door. I knew I seen, heard a boy's voice or something. He said, <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? I am telling dad. I'm telling. So he takes off down the hallway. Um, or no, he, first he tried to get in and we put Steve in the closet. And when he came in, he looked around, but then he opened the closet and he seen Steve. And so we had Steve in the closet hiding and Reggie busting. Hold so on, Reggie. Can, hold on, wait, 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 stop. Hold on, wait. Stop. So I can see Reggie busting in the door. Like, I know I heard something, Angel. Looking around the room. And y'all just sitting there on the couch acting like. like we was in my room. So we were sitting on my bed like, we were sitting about? on the bed. Yeah, sitting on the bed like, what? It's a real live, it's a real live uh, sitcom episode. Mm -hmm. And he opens the closet door, see Steve what happens. All right. And so he's like, I'm telling, yada, yada. Now, I believe that, and that, Reggie, you got to correct me. I think you've seen him because you was in the room playing your game, in the living room playing the game. And we tried to mm -hmm. block it so you couldn't see him go up the stairs. Mm -hmm. And then I think you heard him, and that's what made you bust in. So he, what his dumb butt tried to talk to me. Was he trying to tell you not to tell When I something? was playing the game as well, because y'all was trying to sneak him up, and he was trying to talk to me. <laughs> like he was sleepy, like he was sleepwalking. So y'all tried to make me seem like I was having a late dream <laughs> or some magical stuff. And I'm like, I know I ain't no fool, but who the heck was this brother talking to? Who, who, what is this? Oh, boy. Oh, so y'all tried to play me. So when to Reggie told, right, guess what we made Steve do? I said, you got a choice. He jumped. I what said, is, you. Hold on. Hmm? hold on, wait. I know you ain't saying this dude jumped out the window. I wow. told him, you got a choice. And Miko was just like, because my uncle's big. <laughs> you got a choice. Oh, you can stay here and get caught if my daddy come down the hallway. Or... We only two stories up. <laughs> what you gonna do? And that I had two windows in the room. This window had a screen, but that window on this side didn't have a screen. And I was like, um, this one ain't got no screen. It's a fence and some concrete. Mm -hmm. but there's, there's a pile of leaves that fell off of the tree. If oh you God. jump to this angle, he landed like a cat. That boy was like, <laughs> He it was took gone. Off. Took off. So dad came, looked around. I was but like, he was, no one was there. Right. I said, um, Reggie, so you're sleepwalking. Like I'm tripping. I said, you were sleepwalking. It's okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> wasn't nobody there. I was not getting in trouble. It was me, him, and Miko. She didn't get in trouble. Because. Mm -mm, and I know dad and mom was going to be like, oh, you little. She yeah. in trouble. That was because 
I was just like, nobody's even in here. I and just didn't just... appreciate the fact y'all tried to make me crazy. That's what that's what made me like, all right, now we tell them. Not, not, not since I'm crazy. All right, cool, no doubt. Now so, I'm crazy. That's why I said, oh them were the God. two events. I said, I got to apologize to my little brother because he was playing a turtle game. He was playing something and he was innocent, right? He was, was yeah, both of you guys was good. Um, I had good little brothers. Y'all was good little brothers. Y'all didn't come rambling through my mess, my stuff, and bothering me and my friends. Mm-mm. Y'all didn't do none of that stuff. Y'all had your own life. I don't think we was that interesting to y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't so, know. I tried to go everywhere with you. I remember when you wouldn't let me go with you on your prom. When you got into the limo. Well, you that were, was, I was mad yeah. at you for about seven years. About seven years. About seven good years, I was mad at you. All through junior high school. <laughs> I should have let you get in the limo. I should have let yeah. you get in it. You we went to the Troop concert. Yes. This when, is who? Uh, it's like 1990. Did you just say Troop? Spread my wings and fly, and fly away. away. Yeah. Troop? Yes. Troop. Yeah. They what? had a concert? And they was, <laughs> hold on, they was fly. I thought they I was radio that only. Listen, Bernita, that was the flyest moment in the hood. First of all, we stayed on 683 World. So mm-hmm. we in the middle of the hood, 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 hood right? I, and we ain't going to talk about you being a gang member either and introducing me into this gang. Like, we ain't gonna go <sighs> we, we had about of, 50 gangs. Man, we in the middle of the hood and um, you get a limousine. This is 1989, 90, 91. This is before limousines was like regular, right? That's a big deal if you have a limo. That's like a big deal. And mom dad got you the limousine and you pulled up to the limousine. Pulled up Don't the forget the Calvin Klein. I, I had the Calvin Klein jeans with the button up. Boy, and getting out that limo. And I got to wear um, some pumps. She let me put some pumps on. Yeah. Fresh. And it, was, it wasn't any problem, right? It was just going to the it was concert. It was my birthday. It was yeah, a birthday oh, it was present. A birthday. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was super dope. Yeah. I left my troop CD in the CD player in the limo. I was so sad. I had to buy another one. But um, that was the buy. I got to go pick up my best friend, Shauna, in Minneapolis. Mom was like, you're going to spend most of your limo ride on the freeway to go pick people up? How That's come I didn't have her meet you at the house? And I was just like, I want I want her to be experienced to get picked up in a limo too. And they're like, this is what? your present, Bernita. And I, I was just like, but mom and dad said, let her do whatever she wants. So he and he and let me wear the jeans because mom was just like, uh-uh, nope, not that outfit. <laughs> dad was like, let her wear it. What? I was just like, <clears throat> I had a shape. I was square, but I thought I had a cute little shape in my little outfit. But that was a cool, that birthday and my strawberry shortcake birthday was the best birthday ever. Yeah, man, that was dope. Let's get back into some current event topics. Um, So last week we talked a little bit about the the Mars rover landing on Mars. And we talked with dad and uh, that he ain't had nothing. He ain't gonna have nothing to do with that conversation. <laughs> uh, he was like, "I don't care at all about space or nothing." Right? He's like, "Oh, straight," and I respect that. So, but uh, they landed on Mars. But some another aspect that I wanted to ask you, and I don't even know why I'm talking about space on Family Day podcast, but it's just interested me. They said they're gonna build tunnels on Mars for people to live in. Um, have you heard about that? Are you serious? Have you heard about that, Nina? 
Yeah, so they want to they want to build lava tubes that could be a place for people to live in on Mars. Uh, a string of lava tubes, and also they're planning on building tunnels. Have you heard about that, Nick? I heard about Space Force and that they put them up there to protect us um, from the different space wars and enemies and situations and as far as our satellites and cybercrime and all that. I've heard about what? people. Yeah, there's, it's Space Force, just like we have no, our army. No, you saying what? Like, as in, Hold on, what? what are you talking about? All right, what are you talking about? Space Force? <laughs> <laughs> you're the Space Force. Google it. Yeah, you're, you're talking about Mars. They're in Mars. That was a movie, man. That was a movie. What no, was the Space movie? Space Force is an actual. It's, it's real. A branch of the military that Trump started for for space. Yeah, but and... those two things are different. Like, no, that's just Mars. To be... They're no, going so to. There's... Hold on, okay, wait. I didn't so know that. So there's the rover space, space station, which is for there's the rover thing from Mars for for NASA, and mm -hmm. then. There's there's space force. The reason that why is about military, and right? Like, the reason why I brought it up and yeah. I said they're the same is like he said, it's a branch of military. We are already trying to place people on Mars. Our military, just like I think the Russians do in China, somebody else has people up there or having people go back and forth and get there on Mars to kind of represent the United States now that they're saying they want to be the first people to have housing and people actually live up there and create even though they're sending it to Mars we already have a space military force a space force military who are up there to regulate no. things no we don't what do you mean <laughs> we don't google it they okay, went okay they so okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. Wait, 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 wait let me, let me, let me, let me jump here real quick I had no idea that there was such a thing called Space Force. Okay. So I thought you were just talking crazy. I didn't know that, <laughs> no. there, I didn't know that there was actually no, something no, called Space Force. No. Yeah. Now, do I'm I believe creative. they're out? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if they like actually like patrolling. <laughs> you and that's where I was going to go to. Put, it. So I'm like, putting my glasses so, on now so I can read this okay. data. <laughs> okay. So Please, Space explain. Force. <laughs> So the U.S. Space Force. <laughs> oh God, sorry, it's just so funny. Okay, let's let's first of all, no one has been on Mars yet. Let's clear that up, right? Yes, okay. nobody's so, been on Mars. No one's ever been on Mars. This is the first actual uh, thing, thing that's period. tangibly been on Mars. First is this rover on the surface of Mars? Right. right. So is this rover? Okay. Second, they're not actually in space. Like the act, they're not actually there with guns. <laughs> like, yo, not yet. Yeah, I wish, I wish you would. <laughs> like, okay, so there's no actual military in the space. There's no space I station. I wish you would. There's no like space station where they're up there chilling. Trying to figure out how to protect America. Like, Space Force is a military operation. Qu Qu it Qu is focused on exploration for NASA. Yes. And they have different missions, but the overall goal that yes. they share is the yes. domain and operating that environment in yes. space. But like they're, they're not there real. yet. They were just okay. like, once again, they're just okay. talking about making sure that they can do it. And they're doing all the research down here. They may have a few satellites, but they're not up there just chilling. Like, I wish, click, click. 
<laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> so all those things are based off of what they want to do and their goals and their missions, but they're not actually there yet. They're getting there. So they're trying to get to the place where they can actually do explorations they're expected in the to space. actually be up there yeah. by 2024. They yeah. have um, did simulations yeah, and had saying. people living on actual camps so mm -hmm. that are supposed to have the same right. no um, gravity atmosphere right. as space. So they got people yes. living in no gravity atmosphere right now yeah. on yeah. Earth so that they can send yeah. them up there by 2024. But that's why I was trying to make sure we're clear. Ain't nobody up there yet. They haven't yeah. done they haven't quote unquote done anything yet. But, that's but, what their goals are. That's they but it is a do. real military. It is actually like a real they, branch. Yes. Yes. Like they really they really planning on doing this for real. Like I just looked up it was Trump, so they ain't planning too much. But yeah, yeah but they, they do they trying to do their part. They got a tunnel excavator blueprints mm -hmm. for tunnel excavators created by NASA so they can build these space lava tubes on Mars. Either yeah. way it goes, man. I don't know. I'm kind of scared now. I'm kind of scared. Right, because it becomes real. Yeah, it's getting too much too. Okay, speaking Think of about, Houston. Also, all the movies. Yeah, see, I, don't, I hate when movies become real like me. I hate, I, you know, sometimes it's a pet peeve, right? The AI, I, the, I hate everything that, that Will Smith does is real yeah. now. Y'all need to watch Idiocracy. See, this what is what is I don't it? like. I, movies is movies, though. They're not real life. You hear me? Y'all need to watch what? Idiocracy. You ever heard of it before? No. What is that? It's a. Uh, it's with the. Uh, it's one of the Wilson brothers. Not the. Anyways, it's about like uh, him being in the him being transported into the future, and in the future, people don't read. They just use um, like emojis, like they do now. So what's happened? So it basically is trying to forecast our our future based off of what these kids are doing and how we're doing it now. So nowadays people don't use full words anymore. They don't use full characters anymore. They use pictures and emojis. So it's, so the movie was kind of like, we're digressing and getting dumber because we don't like, we hey, just man, go by what people say. Stuff. So yeah, so, so yeah, it, it's, it, it's a pretty funny movie, but it's kind of weird because we're kind of going towards that of like a brainless dictator and people just following stuff just because people say it without mm. actually knowing. Like, sounds like they got no rid of all chunking. the books. Yeah, no, yeah. no fact, fact checking, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm about to check that movie. We're we, we, we not in Mars yet. We're not, we, we okay. not, we not on Mars we're yet. We're not there. Not yet. Mm. We close. Mm. Okay, so, they tell you? All right, this is the Real Time <laughs> Third Podcast. We close to uh, uh, the end of the show. So before we get in there, I wanted to um, ask, ask two more questions. First, I want to talk about uh, Houston. We're talking about NASA and Houston's and NASA and the crisis that they're going through. And school, um, <clears throat> you uh, work actually directly helping uh, these type of people. We were talking earlier uh, about people that are affected in Houston by the uh, I don't even know what you call it, snowstorm, rainstorm. I just seen pictures of people, roofs collapsing, their whole houses are flooded. They didn't have power for days. People are, are sleeping in cars, dying from carbon monoxide. I just hear all of these crazy stories. Right. Um, and and uh, it's just really sad because, you know, when we talked about it on the show a couple of weeks ago, I just thought it was a storm. I'm like, we talked about them not being prepared for the snow 
Uh, we talked about them not having like, you know, uh, trucks and salt and all that stuff. But it was actually way worse uh, than I can even imagine. And uh, in your job, you feel you kind of help people that are going through similar disaster areas. Is that what you call it? I don't know. You can explain real quick. Just tell us kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Right. So it's disaster relief. So people like there was um, the storm of Florence, the storm Matthews, usually rainstorms that happened down here, but there was a winter storm. So like in our position, there's different avenues. Sometimes we just straight buy the property in the land from the people so they can have their money to move somewhere that won't go through this again. Um, sometimes if that is not the case, we can elevate their home so they don't have to worry about their house um, being sunk or going, getting flooded if it's a rainstorm or re-weatherize it so that it can withstand what's going on. So like what the people in Houston are going through right now, I'm pretty sure someone has either tapped into the grants that we use now and are going to rewrite it for Houston or they already have programs down there that they're going to be allocating funds to do such. But because they weren't ready for this type of weather, their homes, and that's why like they were saying that their homes from it, their pipes busted because they didn't use the type of piping that could withstand this type of cold. That's why all of these homes are becoming condemned or all of these homes have to get re, you know, re-weatherized and so forth. Um, when the government does not take in considerations the information that was given to them that was forecasted out of what the weather is going to look like and take that in consideration on what the requirements now are for building even like with me about to buy a house if the company that i choose if i get a brand new house made if i choose a company that does not take those factors into consideration my brand new house might not be ready to withstand what's going to happen in 20 years because we're messing with the ozone layer or because the weather is shifting and changing so houston is just a real live tangible example of that happening they were informed years ago that they needed to build the house to a certain standard and they needed to weatherize the pipes. You know, they went from um, paint, lead-based paint to not lead-based paint. Now, all of a sudden, everybody knows you can't have lead in your house. It can make you sick. Well, they've been on that. They just didn't listen to the, the lead paint pamphlets that came out. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I don't think it's the people. It's more of the government, the fundings, and the, prod the um, people that, that people trust that have control over the funding and have control over what circumstances they live in that failed them. Right. That's why all them people resigned. Yeah, from the little place. Okay, yeah, because <clears throat> what I heard is a lot of a lot of them don't have insulated pipes. Mm -hmm. You need insulated pipes like in Minnesota because I'm like, how can how can they pipes break? In Minnesota, it Thank was you. like 25 below for. The last three weeks, we didn't get above zero the last three weeks until four days ago. Have you guys 20 below? Take this into consideration. Have now you when you go to buy a car? Outside. Think right. about when you go to buy a car. If you are in Minnesota and somebody tells you this car was made or manufactured or came from Florida and was made in Florida or that was made and manufactured from like the Bahamas or somewhere, they usually tell you, haven't you ever heard them tell you? Arizona, Rust Free. Right. That car is not ready to be driven in Minnesota weather. 
because the materials that they use there are different from the materials that they would use in Minnesota. So you'll get a car in Minnesota that you bought from down there and try to figure out why is it rusting up? Why did the, the um, what is that called? That front bar joint that holds it all together. Why did that crumble and fall apart? You know what I'm saying? Because it's not built for the potholes. It wasn't built for the actual weather and what it's about to go through. That's the same thing with the housing. And that's the same thing with the different, everywhere is, is focused on its demographics. No, that's true because everybody in Minnesota drives the Northland Edition F-150 <clears throat> because, uh, you know, Northland Editions are made uh, for Minnesota. Yeah, so I definitely understand that part of the whole situation. What you laughing at? What you laughing at? I'm not laughing at nothing. I'm just letting you, I'm just letting you drop your need of facts. <laughs> you know what's the best fact I can drop on them? <laughs> You know her. I got a real need effect. It's called <laughs> Jeremiah 2911. That's my favorite need effect. That God knows, yep, God knows the plans and thoughts that he has for our life. No, so, but I'm just saying, I, I was laughing on it because like these houses is just made out of garbage, okay? Like mm -hmm. I'm not even going to talk about the need effects, but basically it's just like, it's amazing to me how you know, like, cause you, like you're talking about buying houses and things of that nature. Obviously we, we all from Minnesota, we all know it gets, we've had negative 40 with the windshield. Like that's nothing to us and never once has a pipe broke. So right. never has a roof collapsed. Because so like, of the snow. Because of snow or water. Yeah, like, so these houses crazy. literally are made of toothpicks. Like they look cool. They're not weatherized they're not wood. They're not made of anything worth nothing. And that's probably why them houses on TV. And I'm like, yo, how can y'all be building these houses and doing these renovations? It only cost y'all $30,000 to renovate yeah. a brand new house from top to bottom. But yeah, like they, they literally have no reg. That's what, that's the problem with deregulation. So that's where it comes from. That's where there all this stems from. Positive that's what word. all this is. Yeah. All this word, all this is, is, is about deregulation. Trump brags about how he deregulates this and deregulates that because it helps the working class or it helps the individual contractor. All it helps them do is pocket more money and screw the actual it individual helps them, over it's, themselves. It's sneaky ways to get around stuff. Well, that's what I'm so saying. I will so no longer you don't have require to you to yes. make the window at a 15 inch angle so when it rains, it doesn't seep in the house. I'll let you do it however you think. Then you make it at a five angle. You got less manpower, less hours. But now if it rains past six inches, your house is flooded. Something simple yeah. like that causes a whole lifetime of pain. There are regulations for a reason. The FDA, same yes. thing with them. You know, him saying, oh, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Can you, can you drink bleach? You could try some bleach, right? But That's no one is thing. talking about the deregulation aspect of these houses. They're just talking about how it's so sad. You need to be mad at these constructions. You need to be mad at these politicians. You need to be mad about these governors with the deregulation. That's literally the only reason that any of this stuff is happening in Texas is because of deregulation. And they did if that. Why did they do it? If you're not talking about deregulation, then you're not talking about anything. And they did it for profit. And we all know mm -hmm. it. Like, it's just strictly off of profit. Because I if you don't require money. me to do this, this, and this, make more money. then I don't have yeah, to put that fee inside of my contract. Therefore, I can come in at the lowest bid. 
But if you require me to do this, this, and this, then my bid's going to be a little higher. And I know that you're my friend and you want me to get the business and I want to give you the business. I want, no, you know what, what I mean? Doing, so that's, yeah, that's, that's the true. nice, that's, that's what you positively think that they're doing. What they're actually doing is they're charging you as if they gave you those different options before regulation. And then they're just pocketing the money. So they're giving you this charge as if they're doing all of these things. So the base price is going to be higher, but to you, you think it's cheaper. So they're literally just using that to pocket the money. And that's why these construction companies and all these other different electricity companies and all that other stuff, the piping companies and whoever else built these crap houses, um, mm -hmm. that's why they did it because they can make more of a profit. They can make more money. They can the more de the more de the more you deregulate, the more profit I can make. That's no, why that's they true. don't want to hide. Like it's just it just is what it is. They they yeah. You see popping. that on H HGTV every day. I watch all them flipping shows. Yeah. They building these houses as cheap as they can, sell them for as much as they can, and getting up out of there. Yeah. The thing the, is, and the only thing crazy. they really care about is the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They make the kitchen look good. Everything else, you know, what what cut quarters can you use? This? It just looks well, we good. We got some though. reused wood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just look good, but it ain't it ain't worth nothing. They trying to get it in cheap as possible. Okay, that's let's why talk I'm about, like, should I buy a, a <coughs> not a yeah, new that's, house? That's what yeah. I want to talk about next, and then um, we're gonna talk about Vernon Jordan and get up out of here. But let's talk about housing. Um, oh, buying oh. versus renting, and the reason I want to talk about this because I know you got a. Uh, uh, you got a strong opinion on it. Are you serious? Nita, you bought multiple homes before. And uh, right now, <sighs> I'm in the process of looking to buy a home. So, um, you know, what, what do we do? Where do we go? Where do we start from? What I know is this is my first time. So I hear about the FHA loans, first time home buyer program. Your credit got to be 620. You got to have. Uh, a job for three years to qualify or the same job in the same industry for a year. I hear different things. Um, and right now my credit score is actually above 620 for the first time. Thank God. And uh, um, as soon as I pay these bills off on Friday, my credit score will probably jump into the seven hundreds, And that's what I'm trying to get a crib because all I got, I got mm -hmm. just like $5,000 in credit card bill debt. I'm trying to pay that off when I get my taxes and then I'm trying to buy a house as soon as possible because I need a four or five bedroom house. Rent for a four or five bedroom house where I live is like 2,500, 2,200. If you live in the slums with a whole bunch of rats and mice, you might get it for 16. Um, you know what I'm saying? But in order to buy a house, you know, these same homes that you could buy with your mortgage rate, you could buy it and your mortgage would be a thousand. $999, 1200 1400 you get a $300,000 house, your mortgage is 1500 versus renting for $2,700 or $2,200 a month. So I don't know. That's where I'm at with it because I'm trying to move out of my slumlord right now. And, you know, I got young kids. I'm trying to buy a house and, and build like our parents did. You know, like mom and dad moved to the suburbs and, and give us a foundation. So um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Nita, what do you say? Because I know you're in the process too. Right? Yeah, I am about to buy now because I got the grandbaby. So now it makes more sense. Um, before I was good. I like my little one room for 500. I was gravy. But I do think that purchasing is better than renting because it's part of ownership. 
you are about to own something that you'll be able to leave to your children or just grow older in when um, it's all paid off and you ain't got to worry about no rent, no mortgage because rent keeps going up for nothing. Like I said, 1400 for a two-bedroom and the thrill here is I got a fireplace and where I live at. Um, things that you want to think about. Your credit is is a starter. It's 580, so it's not 620. 620 gets you a whole lot better rate, but you can get into something for 580. Um, there's a couple of programs that's even the programs that I'm looking at down here, you have in Minnesota because I thought about I might have to move home, right? Sure. LGI Homes is one of the programs, and they're in Minnesota, and Home Partners of America is another program. The difference is LGI Homes, brand new homes, they build them, they finance you, usually pay all your costs, yada, yada, but you're going to be overpaying because they're the builder, you know what I'm saying? So something like what we discussed, what they're actually putting in, what their base pay is, they don't go down. Um at closing, they pay closing costs. But if the house doesn't appraise at what they say, like if they say we're selling it to you for 240 and the appraisal comes in and says it's only worth 235, you gotta have that 5,000. So those are the negatives. Plus it's brand new house. So if the plumber didn't really connect them wires when you flush it and it leaks, it's your house, you gotta fix it. So before you buy a house, I always say grab a or clear them credit cards because you're gonna need that 5,000 to sit there and it needs to wait. Um, and then if you got a $5,000 credit limit, you only want to use 30% of that. So never go over, what is that, $1,500 or whatever on that credit limit. And that'll keep your score growing because you want to keep a good score because what do you get to do? You can always refinance later if you get a bad deal the first go around. So said all of that to also say um, Home Partners of America, they're a rent to own program. The reason why that's cool is you get to try the house before you buy the house they might need to pay me for that try it before you buy it um but you're rent to own so you find you a house that you want the qualifications here is 580 at home i think it is 600 for their program um and then your debt to income ratio is a uh, 50 uh, 60 40 so your debt that's going out can't be more than 40 percent of that income and I can, we can talk later offline. I'll tell you all your breakdowns so you'll know yourself what you qualify for, right? You sure. get to go pick out any house that you want. They they don't do duplexes. They have a couple of little limitations, but you can live in any city that you want to live in with them because you go pick out the house. They buy that house at that cost right then and there. You then have from three months up to five years to buy it back from them, to get a bank that will lend you the money to get it back from them. In the meantime, Let's say you sign a year lease, and for that first year, you're, you're renting to own, you're leasing this house, you realize, I don't want this neighborhood, I can't stand my neighbor, you're not stuck. Go find another house and move around. They will keep that house. You're not in trouble for that, right? Let's say you decide, I want to buy that house. If you do it within the time frame and it's all on your contract, you pay them the amount that they paid for it, I think the first year, the second year, they add 5%. It goes up 5% every year that you don't purchase it. So if you bought it initially at 150 and it takes you two years, then you're probably going to be paying 165 
for it instead of the 150, which is okay if you look in the right area because your value don't went up anyway. So you're guaranteed to have to pay that price versus whatever other inflation rates that went up. Or if it's not worth that, it's going to be real hard finding a lender to give you the money to buy it. So you, you know what I'm saying? So there's different avenues to it. There's different ways. There's a game, there's mathematics to it, but as you know, I love math. That was my favorite subject until now that I'm in college. I can't stand it. <laughs> but there, I say bye. That's my thing. I say bye, especially because we have kids. If you didn't have kids, like Reggie didn't have kids, I wouldn't tell him to buy unless he wanted to buy and just sell and like just keep flipping it and keep stacking that money. Everyone's, you know, buy a house for 150, the market goes up and then sell it and pocket that 20,000 and buy another one. Like if I didn't have the grandkids, and I was able to go buy, I would probably be doing that. I would just be buying a house and, and not even having that much furniture in it until I can sell it to get the equity out of it and just stack that bread, stack that bread. And like right now, my goal though is Tonio got his baby. He got his fiance. They got a kid. I got Robbie's kid. Robbie's getting his stuff right. So if I buy a house, I'm buying it big enough for all of us to get it together. We're going to be, it's going to be a challenge. We're going to do it though, because then Tony can go on him. His family can go buy him a house instead of paying 900 rent there. I pay 14 here. You know what I'm saying? So it just makes sense. I say bye, bye all day. I'm going to send you a list of this six bedroom. I'll see okay. uh, dirt. Um, and then you can look at it and it's conveniently in Minnesota. All right. Are you serious? <laughs> uh, what you think about this home buying situation? Um, I am neither for or against it. I'm just in the middle because um, I've always been a little iffy about home buying only because I have a be careful what they tell you to love and also be careful what they tell you to hate. Um, so I'm very careful when it comes to the housing industry. There's a lot of guarantee. So for example, for me, even the home, once again, people tell me that they're homeowners. They're not. Most people are not homeowners. You don't, you ain't, you don't you own that home. Pay that mortgage off. You don't own that home. That home is not yours. It's no different than a car payment. And I, and I think we need to equate That's true a house too. to a car payment, except the house has more of an ability to grow equity opposed to a depreciate from a car. So I look at it as if it's a car. I don't own that car until I make that last final payment. And then they say, here, now you own the car. And the only, the weird thing about homes are, let's say you paid that house off, right? All clear, you don't owe one dime on it, but you don't pay property tax. They can take it. They snatch that home. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to find something in America, specifically America, that is yours. They can't 100%. Yeah. So that's a, it's a little bit of a, a tricky conversation that we have. And as well, it also depends on where you're at. So, for example, I have Zillow, I have Trulia or whatever. So, Trulia will show me homes in Minnesota, and it'll also show me homes out here. So, when I see something pop up on my screen that says three or four bedrooms for 200 and something thousand, I already know that's a Minnesota house. Right. Like, out here, and once again, I'm not even in a nice area. The wow. average price for a home is $467,000. Man, I was looking. I seen that. Right. And I'm not talking about, right. and, and when you look at the homes, they're nothing special. Like, for example, I can spend 300000 right now on a two-bedroom, one-bath mm -hmm. for maybe a 1,000 square feet. 
So for me, I get the concept of owning, but it's not worth, I'm overpaying. And then you got the money that you would spend on the down payment and the closing costs because people forget that closing costs like that. Don't believe it. Now I know there's programs, but depending on how much money you make, you don't qualify. Mm-hmm. So for example, I don't qualify for none of that stuff. None of it. I don't. So I just have to get it myself. I yeah. can, I can probably get a, I can get a, a FHA loan, which is obviously a lower interest rate and things like that. But you also don't remember, but people don't realize, okay, they give you an FHA loan, but anything under 20%, you're paying mortgage insurance. So that's an extra three to $400 a month on top of your mortgage payment, which brings you right back up to that same amount you was paying for the smaller, for the apartment. Now it's yours. Technically you can bang on the walls and do whatever you want on the inside. But you can't do what you want with the lawn. You can't do what the, you can't color the, the house green and purple and, and, and yellow without getting the news anchors in front of your house. So you can't do what you think you can or do what you want. You can't play your music as loud as you want because you got neighbors unless you live in the forest. So yep. there's a lot of different things that I think that people don't put in consideration opposed for me. I don't like having the. I like the convenience of if my dishwasher breaks, I know I'll get a brand new one tomorrow without having to come out of my own pocket. That for me alone justifies my payments. And even if, for example, so let's say I saved up $10,000 to put down on my house, right? Depending on how I want to do it, I can still invest in myself and stay in my apartment and have that $10,000 help me pay for it, depending on what investments I do. So if you're into investing, and things like that and making money. My problem is, is I don't care about money. Like that's always been my issue. Like I don't have a drive to make more money. I just do things that allow me to make good money, if that makes sense. So I'm never driven ever. I can, I can care less about money. Like I'm never driven. Oh man, if I do this, I can make a hundred thousand dollars. Or man, if I do, I can't, I don't operate that way. So for, for me, it's a little bit tough and, uh, to do a lot of things like playing in the stock market and investing and buying homes because my goal isn't to make more money. It isn't. My goal isn't to strive for more and more. I, I, eh, whatever. Like I was, uh, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because that's the main foundation of why people buy homes is to build wealth and to get money and try to make more money and get money off of it. And that's not my goal. I don't care about it. I, I would rather work 30 hours a week and make $70,000 than work 90 hours a week and make 200. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Like, uh, when I think of homes too, sometimes I think of, uh, I think now in 2021, it's a whole different situation versus back in the day. Like yeah. back in the day, people would buy a house and live there forever. Yeah. I don't know anybody that's ever bought a house and still stay. 15 years later you know what i'm saying i don't know anybody yeah. and don't get me wrong like i completely get it i understand it i more than i mean nine times out of i mean nine times out of nine i'll buy a house so i'm not you know i'll probably buy a house soon but for me i just understand that i'm not i guess i'm not google gaga over it because i understand the different issues with it like for example my boy uh chris bought a house Bought the house, went through the inspection. Everything was cool. Two months later, Eddie dropped $10,000 on new windows. You see what I'm saying? It's like, 
Because all the heat is seeking out the windows or it ain't sealed up properly, the water is leaking in. Mm -hmm. Something of that nature is like, so there's perks to it, but houses cost money. Like even like, <laughs> you, you, a lot of people fall into the trap of filling up the house. They feel like they have to fill every inch of that house up with stuff. For example, no. in California, for example, no one uses their garage out here. No one parks their car in the garage. You know what the garage is for? Crap. For stuff. The majority of the people have crap in their garage. If they have a two-car garage, then usually only can use one of the garages. Like, it's just, I mean, one of the spaces for an actual car, and then the other side is for just stuff. Like, and that's what kind of, there's a lot of things that just, I see little things that I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Like, we beg for a two, three, four car garage, but you only use it for throwing stuff in it. And it's like, obviously in Minnesota, you're going to use that garage because of that Every winter and it's cold and things like that. But out here, it's just a different mentality of, oh, that's just extra storage space. So, I mean, but once again, the call, I'm, I'll give you a prime example of the housing market right now. So I'm looking for a new spot or whatever. I'm actually waiting for an approval for a new spot right now, right? I'm just literally waiting. Um, but I saw this place. It just got posted, literally. It said posted one hour ago. Dope. Three bedroom, two bath. It was a nice house. Um, but I couldn't see any pictures of the actual inside as much as I wanted to because they only had the one picture of the outside. You could see the neighborhood. And the description was like, yo, it's a brand new renovated home or whatever. So I hit them up and I was like, hey, I want to check it out. Maybe I can rent it, but I don't see any pictures. Do you guys have anything or are there you guys setting up tours? They're like, oh, we just posted the house earlier, like literally a little bit ago, but it's under complete renovation. So there's no pictures or anything because it's literally completely renovated. It'll be done in a few weeks and then we'll let you know. When you, you know, because they're talking about a move in date, you know, the end of March, beginning of April. So they said, once it's done renovating and once we get some pictures, then we'll just let you know. Literally two hours later, I get another email saying that the house is gone and somebody has put in the down payments for the house. People are buying and renting places sight unseen. Mm -hmm. They're crazy because I wouldn't I, do it. I because the there, there is no choice. Because Yesterday. if. Oh, no, like I I agree with you. I watched a news post yesterday um, on the news in Minnesota. People are buying house. They'll put the house on the market on Thursday. It'll be sold on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He said, and the boys went to a house on Saturday and it sold. It's gone. But, but the thing is what now than ever before in Minnesota. They set a record in January. And after they calculate February, it's going to be another record okay. for most homes sold. Can I tell you guys check why? Check this out about renting, though. But the renting can I, situation. Wait, can I tell you the real quick secret about why? Why? Because when you pay your rent, if you pay late or if you don't pay on the first, usually within five days, you can file for an eviction, right? When you own a house, you usually get three months before they come knocking on your door to take you to court to take your house back. And if you come up with the bread before you get to court, you start that three months all over again. So a lot of people are realizing, hey, life is very uncertain. I get a crib. It's mine, even though the bank really owns it. I got a three-month window if we go through another pandemic and we get locked down and unemployment takes two months to come in. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm. 
so the what I was saying was is that the renting market is worse out here, not just because of the regular stuff. It's because, for example, how much notice do you have to give in Minnesota? Man? 30 days. 60 days. It depends on your lease. Days. Usually 60. It's 60. Yeah. 60 days. They only do 30 out here. No one does but, 60. Yeah, and so when I listen, remember I was so the manager, so listen, three days. Yeah. I could kick you out in three days when I, my property No, but I'm in. talking about the actual notice to actually rent a place and trying to find a place to live. So that's what I'm talking about. So it's only a 30-day notice. So that means you give a 30-day notice, but you don't know what's available ahead of time unless they just put it up. So you really only have a two-week frame to find a place if you are trying to give a 30-day notice and then you're trying to look for a place as well because you have to find where somebody else just happened to give their 30 days and you gave your 30 days at the exact same time. So there is no situation where, oh, I know in two months this place will be open, that place will be open, this place will be open, so now I can plan ahead. You got two weeks. So that's why literally people will have to go get these places to rent not to own obviously buying a home is completely different but to rent if you don't jump on it if you're not buying a place sight unseen you're literally putting in your application just off of one picture paying for the whole thing for them to scan you so you're lit so like for me right now i have to try to jump on the first place i see it's kind of like a sneaker release you gotta you don't you gotta be careful in cali reggie because you know i was a manager down there down yeah. there, they can charge application fees as long as the apartment is vacant. Even if they know they're going to rent a person yes. 10, yes. they can yes. still collect yes. 15 more applications. Yes. So my apartment complex, I had 22 townhomes. Out of those 22 townhomes, the application fee is usually $50 one adult. I think it was like we charged 85 or something for two adults, yada, yada. Yep. That apartment is vacant. They do my, I used to do my sews on Sunday. They come walk through, whatever, get everybody's application, everybody's application fee. Until I had money in hand from Joe Blow, who I called back and said, yeah, you have qualified. You were first. Bring your money. If he can't bring me his money until Friday, and that was Monday I gave him that call, and people still want to turn in applications, I still take those applications, I still take that application fee, because if he doesn't come with his money or something happens, then I still have to have people lined up. That's good for the property owner, but that jacks the people that just, and because that $50, that $85 is not refundable. And if you do that, so that for just four or five, that money up. so now wait, there's another program, it's called um, application fee assistance. What you do is you fill your application out with them. You pay a one-time fee and that program um, presents all your background check, everything to any property that partners with them for a time frame. So you usually get 30 days or 60 days. You can fill out as many applications as you want on their list to go to rent to their list and you don't have to pay no more application fees. Just that one application fee qualifies for about, it was about a hundred back then, you know what I'm saying? When I was property manager, because we partnered with them. So if somebody worked with them, I can get it because we trust with them. We all use the same system. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't find a program like that, you'll be dishing fees out. And like you said, running around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to figure out where I'm going to go. And if you're going to rent, 
even with you, if you're going to rent a house, I would still do the homeowner partner, the Home Partners of America program, because let's say you rent this house and you do fall in love with it and you decide, hey, I would want to buy this, they will sell it to you. It didn't cost you nothing to participate in their program, to be a part of that program. But if you didn't and you rented the house and now, you know what I'm saying? It's just a rental and you like it. Now you still got to move. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to rent a house, definitely rent a house through that program because it gives you the option is there to buy or move out if you don't want to or continue on with your lease. That's why I think it's such a good thing. You try the house before you buy it. You're not stuck in buying it if you don't want to. And Aaron Sacramento. Yeah. Because I thought I, about moving back there. Yeah, I think that's a good program. I was thinking about going to Cali, too, and then I seen how much their houses is. And I looked at the streets, yeah. and I'm like, You make, like, it's, 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 it's crooked. That's why the housing, um, that's why the housing market, and there's so many homeless people. You got to make $60,000 a year to be considered poverty. But then if you make $60,000 a year, then you don't qualify for a lot of the different situations Services. depending on the size of your family. So for me, once again, I'm out of a lot of a different things because I don't qualify. I don't qualify for the for the financial assistance situation. I mean, the application fee. I don't qualify. I don't qualify because you got to have, I'm looking at it right now. So for if it's just me, I have to make less than $25,000 a year to qualify. And then you, you wouldn't qualify to get the apartment if you made that much. So it's like, yeah, it's a they it's a two-edged sword. So it's um, just it doesn't think of the sense. demographics of where you're where you're moving to. I know you live over there where you live at now, but where I used to property manage at off of Stinson, um, that area right behind there was uh, it's a suburb that's really, really nice houses and it was really getting developed way back. What was that eight years ago, nine years ago? I, I wish son, you lived there when I lived son, there. Listen, I wish I lived there when, when nine, ten years ago, too. Because right now, don't none of that stuff you're talking about apply. Everything you can just throw gone. away all that old stuff you was talking <laughs> about back in 1932 when you was working out here. Because don't none of that stuff apply. If you want a one-bedroom anywhere, and I mean my current place right now, you have to pay at least $1,200 a month for a one-bedroom, one-bath. Yeah. 11 to $1,200 a month for a one bedroom, one bath to rent. And I'm talking about 600 square feet, maybe if you're lucky. What are you looking for? One or two or three? No, nah, I'm getting, I ain't, that's broke stuff. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm getting a townhouse, but yeah. Um, okay. The townhouses yeah. I used to manage, I'm cool with the property manager, but I don't know if you want to live there. That was 1930. I'm still cool with them, no. Like he's a property manager now in his townhouses down down the road. You know what I'm saying? And then oh, little Aaron, the housing um, realtor damn. in Minnesota, Keith Lattimore. That's where I bought my house before. He used to work with me in corrections, but he's okay. also a realtor. And now he has some other housing developed. He has a different, a really big position, but he, I think he still does realty too. So Keith Lattimore, you got to look him up. And if he's still in the realty, He'll be up and up. He's honest. He and then let him know you're my brother. He'll make sure that you that you're okay. Like yeah, help probably, you search for stuff. I'll be looking like within the next three months. So I'm gonna definitely keep him. Wanna the make saying sure. is plan. If you That's don't important. make plans, then you you plan to fail, and that means 
grab a card or grab a stack of money, put something somewhere, but plan for like what Reggie says, put that thousand dollars up to you need to be walking into a house with about two thousand that just going to sit there and look at you. Because if the pipes break or something, well, I'm being gentle. (laughs) You need at least 10 to walk into a house. Uh, Just to sit on the side. Okay. The Real Family Therapy Podcast. Um, We got Are You Serious? We got Nita, man. I appreciate you coming, doing the show for us today, man. We got to have you back one day uh, soon to do the show. but uh, we're going to end it here, man. Let's get up out of here. Um, Dad's not here to do the dad joke, so I got a dad joke. Are you serious? Do you got any random facts of the day to take to work? Yeah, but I just lost it. So I guess I'll just start. The only country, um, because it's Women's Month, the only country in the world that was named after a woman was St. Lucia. So it's one of those islands in the Caribbean. So there's only one plug, one actual country named after directly after a woman, and it's St. Lucia. That was the island I actually went to. It's a dope island. It's one of the best islands they got out there, honestly, too. So, Okay, I'm about to check that out. All right, y'all ready for y'all dad joke of the day? This is a short one. I ain't like that. No. Can I, the do the, can I do the moment, the last Nita statement also? I have yep. to, I have to okay. represent women. The last Nita statement? The, well, you know, the whatever. You had the, and you have the, can I have Okay, the, yep. Go ahead, go ahead. Get your segment in there. Go ahead. This is representing me and how my mama thinks too. <laughs> Jeremiah 29, 11. I started it earlier. God knows the plans and thoughts that he has for your life. And so in saying that, if everything that happens, you talk to God about it and you tell him, hey, God, I don't know. You know, so I'm just going to follow your lead. And you seek him in all that you do that surrounds it. It will work out for your good. And that is how your faith grows. So that faith of a mustard seed, just tell him that. That's all. Okay, that's what's up, Jeremiah 29, 11. Hallelujah, mm-hmm. praise God, amen. All right, I got two jokes for y'all today. The first one is, what is the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle? Poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle. Attire. <laughs> the difference is attire. Uh, that was good. I like that. Was I like a, that. Was it? Was it good? Really? That was. That's what we're gonna say. That's our answer. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and you did that. You did that justice because they had be coming yeah. up with some good ones, boy. Dude, I got another one. What do print? Uh, what do sprinters eat before a race? Nothing. They fast. I live alone, but huh? What'd you say? Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, my bad. Somebody was calling me. Mm. I like that right. too. All right, man. I appreciate y'all coming on to the show, man. I love y'all. Uh, any last love words? You. Get up out of here. Thank you. This was excellently fun. I Black on essentials. Buy it. Yes. Oh, I can't leave without showing out BSE. You got BSE Big Town 1221. You got BSE Memphis Father Season. That video is out. She's not saying BSE. It's BSE as in BSE Big Soul Entertainment. You heard? And I'm the mama. BSE. 
You can follow Nina online at BSC underscore MMUM on Facebook. Is that it? Yeah. MMUM on Facebook. I don't know if you got a Twitter, Instagram, anything. I don't, I don't know do what, all that. But the boys real, got everything. Real FT podcast. We'll put the links up. All right, man. I'll let y'all see y'all later. Love y'all.